Welcome to the Dose of Caesar, the podcast where we run weekly life experiments. We question our assumptions. We explore new ways of thinking. I'm your host and fellow experimenter, Caesar. And you know what? Sometimes we fall off the fucking wagon. Just sometimes. But you know what we do when we fall off? We dust off. We run after that fucking wagon and we get back on. This podcast is not brought to you by Swoon Cookies and Cream Ice Cream. Look, I've tried hundreds, if not thousands, of cookies and cream ice creams. And this is by far the best. Some people say that the amount of ice cream I eat is unhealthy. But I would say, fuck them. I earn my ice cream, ice cream throughout the week so that when Saturday comes, I can get to eat an entire pint of Swoon Cookies and Cream ice cream. Guilt fucking free. So put that spoon down and throw away that sad bluebell atrocity you have in your freezer and make your way to an H-E-B to get yourself a delicious pint of Swoon Cookies and Cream Ice Cream. Now, exclusively for Dose of Caesar listeners, Swoon Ice Cream is giving you guys absolutely fucking nothing, but not to worry. I love you so much that if you send me an email with the subject line SWOON in all caps, I will personally buy you a pint of Swoon Cookies and Cream Ice Cream and you also are going to get a 10-minute Zoom video call with me where I can all answer any of your burning questions you have and I'll post it as an episode of The Dose of Fucking Caesar. If that's not a deal you can't refuse, I don't know what is. Once again, this podcast is not brought to you by Swoon Cookies and Cream Ice Cream. And just like that, we're back. We're back. After a four, four to five week hiatus, we're back. We always come back. You know me. Sometimes, you know, it just, it's a learning experience. It's all a learning experience. But I'm going to take you back. I'm not going to leave you hanging. Four weeks ago, what was the experiment? Four weeks, actually, it's five weeks ago now. No, it was four weeks ago. It's been about more than four weeks. Anyway, four weeks ago, what was the experiment? I went back home. All right, I went back home to Old El Paso, Texas, right? And... I went back home for a specific reason. I was going to, my cousin had just graduated high school and I heard we're going to have a dinner. You got to be there for the moments. You got to be there for all the big moments. That's from how I met your mother and that's where I got it from. But I think it's a great way to live life. So went back and uh, first night there, I uh, actually it was the second night there. No, it was the first, first, second night, same fucking thing. I I, I got there and I made a, a uh, lasagna because she was, um, she really loved lasagna. So we made the lasagna. It actually came out pretty fucking good. It was me and my mom. Me and my mom, and I think my brother might have fucking poured some water into a pan or something. He might he must have did something. But that was the beginning of the um, unofficial experiment, unplanned experiment, which was that every day I was there for that week in El Paso, I cooked for family and friends. So the first day was I cooked that pasta, that uh, lasagna, then um, uh, the, the following day, I made a – actually, that same night, I made a, a carbonara. It was pretty tasteless, and I could see in my uncle's face like, huh, it's not bad, but it's not good. But I'm going to say it's good. So he just said, yeah, it was good. I could tell it wasn't that good of a carbonara. Um, but then the next day, I made a carbonara for my, my parents and, and my brother, and then I made a cacio e pepe. And then I used for the first time – you know what cheese I used? Pecorino. All right, if you're making any of these pastas, let me tell you, all right? You're a, you're a beginner like me from a beginner to a beginner. Pecorino cheese is fucking incredible. It adds just a layer. It's super salty. It's like 
not super salty. It's pretty salty. And when I put that in the in the cashew the cashew pepe and the carbonara, ooh, it elevated it. It took it to another level. <sighs> and possibly, you know, I loved all these moments of cooking, but probably the best night, my favorite. Why? Because it was something new. Was when I when I told my I asked my um my best friend, I had this uh this idea. I was like, hey man. You uh, you and your girlfriend want to come over, and I'll make you all you both a dinner. And he was like, huh, yeah, that'd be cool. So I had him call his girlfriend right in front of me. I'm like, call him, call him, because I know I'm, I'm, I'm a great salesman. Calls her. He's like, hey, Caesar's in town. Uh, he wants to make us a dinner. And she's like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And she's like, she's excited. They come over. I already know what I'm going to make. I'm going to make the roast chicken, it's the no-fail roast chicken, all right? Garlic and garlic and uh, what, what is it? Lemon and butter. And for dessert, what we're going to have is um, we're going to take it back to sophomore year of college. Begin, no, junior year of college when I went to Thailand and I found the, um, what is it called? How can I forget? It's mango sticky rice. But we're going to add a little Caesar twist to it and we're going to serve on the side some talenti mango gelato. Incredible. One of the most incredible nights of my life. And also, I served that with some Cuban coffee that I brought back from Cuba. It was awesome. And why? Why I keep saying it's awesome. Why is it so awesome, Caesar? Well, because in my mind, I've seen this scene before, but usually it was in a penthouse. So it was the exact same scene, minus the penthouse. I was entertaining my... For a friend, a, a friend that I've loved forever, and, and, a, and a girl, somebody he loves, and that I've come to love as well. It was such a, a the next step. One big step for Caesar, <laughs> one giant leap for life. I don't know. You know? It was, uh, it was kind of like a, such a grown-up thing to do for, in my eyes. And I used our, our my my childhood home's dinner table that we hardly use. We had some wine. We had we had good alcohol. We had great stories. Oh man. And and I took that. I took that. And I was like, huh. I came back to Austin and I was like, this is something special. This it, it, it might not seem like it on the outside, but I know internally this is something special. This whole unplanned experiment of cooking for people that I love every day really like awakened. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what it awakened in me. I just know that I love making shit with my hands, particularly food. But I only like it if I can share it with other people that I love, and I, I like I like to see the 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 joy it brings in their in their faces. Um. So what were the results of this uh, unofficial experiment? I just said one. Um, another one was I bonded with my mom when we were cooking. I remember we we were listening to this whole um, album by Natalia Lafourcade. Uh, I actually listened to all her music, and we both got to discover that artist together. She's a great artist. If you um, want to listen to her music, Nat Natalia Lafourcade. And, um, you know, the food with my cousin was amazing. So that was incredible. I had some, a great conversation with my uncle, um, his now fiance, and my little cousins as well. Oh, I forgot about that. I, I even sat, you know, because the thing is, you know, I, I, I've, had, I've had a lot of mentors in life, 
right? Uh, teachers, my parents, uh, unofficial mentors, like online mentors. And, and through it, I mean, I feel like I've, I've learned a few things that I, that I use in my life that kind of helped me out. And I wanted, I feel like it's my duty to do that for my little cousins. The, the one who is, is, who just graduated high school, the one who is still in high school. I have another one who's still in high school. She's a little, I think she's about to graduate this coming year. And so I sat down my littlest cousin and I told him, Hey man, cause I, I, I just, I try to tell him what I, um, would I maybe what would have helped me because as we were talking around the dinner table, I heard him say like, Oh, I can't do that. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, I know I suck. Like, but it was like in a joking form. So I just kind of sat him down and, and told them, Hey man, look, I, I know you might want to like pursue basketball. And right now it might not be going like the way you wanted to go, but look, you can turn that shit around. You really can. Um, really what's going to separate you from the rest of the people uh is just the amount of focus uh, the amount of practice that you you put in and i was talking i was just telling him like uh, implement habits and i was ta- i was telling him like if you really want this like read that book that i gave you atomic habits and the thing is just being consistent man like even if you don't even if you're not like inherently good like just by practicing daily you're going to get better and I, I know that from, not that I've played basketball, but for, I've done other things, um, like practicing photography, uh, gymnastic rings, even physical things, Muay Thai, jiu-jitsu. When I, when I was in jiu-jitsu, then I, I was going twice a day. I mean, you just get better. You just, if you, let, if you kind of can put the ego aside of like, I suck, because obviously you suck in the beginning. Everyone sucks, or even everywhere you are, it's not that you suck. It's that there's room for improvement, always. And if you can put that little voice aside and just keep going every day consistently, you're going to get better. And I told him how, look, man, just decide kind of like what do you want in for this in high school? I know that's a hard, uh, that's a, probably a terrible thing to think about because it's so difficult. But like I wanted to be like in the the top 10 that's not what you have to do. Um, but if you want it, really decide, I'm going to do this. And don't listen to what your friends are going to say because your friends are going to tell you you're not going to be able to do it. Your friends are just, um, don't. you don't have to get rid of them, but you will see that the ones that don't fucking, they don't, they don't uh, that make it harder for, they're, they're, they're not supportive. They're just going to fall away. And so I had that conversation with my little brother, my little cousin, and that all came about, you know, after the dinner and 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 the fa- the following that um that little philosophy of be there for the big moments. So, yeah, that was I guess a kind of a result of this um, of this experiment, because also we, you know, the inspiration of to talk to my little cousin came about after, as we were eating the lasagna and the. Uh, the uh, other pasta that I have made. But yeah, for sure. And, and so like all, I took all this, this, this food making and I was, the big lesson was keep making food for people. You know, there, there's something in that for some reason you have these like little visions, visualizations of cooking for people in a penthouse or do that now, you know, don't wait. Fucking keep having Saturdays are for cheating. 
you know, somebody's birthday, make the fucking cake from scratch, you know, go the extra mile, do what, do what that, what inspires you to do Caesar. Cause there's something there. So moving forward, I'm going to do more dinners for friends and family. I fucking love cooking. And I'm also, I'm going to be on the hunt for more incredibly delicious and simple recipes. So this was again, the experiment from four weeks ago. Um, moving on, let's talk about the book. Let's talk about one book. By the way, this is a, uh, I guess, episode one out of three or four of the recap episodes. But Book Talk, a salt, acid, fat, heat cookbook by Samin Nostrat. I haven't read the book, but I saw the, um, like the four-part miniseries on Netflix. She has like a, a four-part miniseries. Uh, about exploring these these four different elements, which I believe she she says these these four elements are what make good food good, and so she spent one episode on salt, an entire episode on acid, and so on and so on. And I I really wanted to buy this book <laughs> um, about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and now that I'm reading this, I still want to freaking buy it. But um, but I'm gonna chill on that. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. I just uh, if you have the opportunity, if you have access to Netflix, um, go ahead and watch that uh that that series. See see if like you like her and I like her. She's so cool. She's so passionate about food. I think that's that's why I wanted to read her book because it's not just um, I know I'm gonna get a lot of good information out of it, but also I I think I read in the reviews that. It's it's her philosophy on on like thinking about food and whoo when you watch her take a bite out of something on the on the show you can tell she is in like her own heaven and uh, I really respect that. Moving on to some random topics for this uh, week's recap episode or recatching up episode. Um, one of the weeks when I came back after, I think it was right after I came back from El Paso. Um, I was listening to a, to a Tim, Tim Ferriss podcast and, and I heard it was, it was with Derek, Derek Sievers, Derek Sievers, and I heard his definition for success and I really liked it. I wanted to share it and I, it's, I've been thinking about it ever since. He says that success has two parts. One success, bringing other, bringing value to other people, giving things to, uh, to the world, you know, like companies, inventions, art. Um, the second part is happiness and that's like things you do for yourself, kind of like your lifestyle design, personal relationships, you, you know, personal interests that you pursue. He says that real success has both of these components and especially the first of bringing value to other people because some people can be successful or think there's just do lifestyle design, right? But you, 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 you make a shit ton of money you live a great, uh, you live a great life, like pursuing all your interests, but you never give back to the world. You never give anything to the community. So he says you are happy, but you're not successful because you haven't added anything to the world. And on the other hand, if you're just bringing value to other people, but you're never taking care of yourself, you're successful, but you're not happy, which would then be not successful. And, and when I mean, when he says successful, he means successful, like quote unquote, 
um, like, you know how I'm separating this into two parts, success and happiness. The, the first part, success, it's like in quotes, success in the eyes of the world. Like other people, if you don't add anything to the world, you don't seem successful. I mean, you, what did you bring the new? How did you improve the world? How did you leave it better than you found it? Um, and, and I like it. I like this definition. I've been thinking about it, and I'm going to go based off it, which is the reason actually that I was really excited to start doing the podcast again. This is part of my giving back to the world. I know it's small, just here coming on here talking, sharing some experiments, <laughs> the way I think, but going back to the, the book Atomic Habits, start small, start small and be consistent. So this is me starting small. This is me trying to be consistent and me thinking that the that, that it's it's a little it's a little snowball that's going to turn into a bigger snowball huge snowball and and and, and of course i'm not going to start stop with the podcast i mean i i love to build companies and and that's going to come it's going to come but what can i do now what can i do right now and it's what i'm doing right now to to add something to the world you know give my uh little philosophy interest uh, share my experiments and let's move on to the parting quote um, some of these quotes I mean so some of the stuff I talked about is going to be in the show notes I'm going to add some links you can go there uh, the salt acid fat heat uh, book is going to be there I'll add the uh, atomic habits link as well if you want to buy that that, that book um, and here's the parting quote when everything and everyone is fa failing, what is the cost of a little experiment outside the norm? Most often, nothing. That's by Tim Ferriss. Have yourself a great day.